Welcome to Willard Library Unbound. Our goal is to take you behind the scenes of Willard Library. While we are still a library with books and all the things that people come to expect when they walk in the door, we recognize that the world is becoming more and more digitally focused. We want you to know that we are right there in step with that. On this podcast, we're going to give you a chance to get to know the staff who work hard to keep you connected. We'll make recommendations to each other and open it up to listeners so that they can share their recommendations, things that they like to read, things that they are listening to, services they're using. Also, we're going to share all the new things that are happening at Willard and sometimes library in general. Enjoy the podcast. Alicia, do we have contents today, or are we just going to wing it? I th- I think we're just going to wing it. <laughs> How does that sound? Yeah, I mean, we'll of course we'll have our uh, our talk, <sighs> how things are going, and then yeah. uh, maybe we'll just talk about. So I wanted to talk about rocket languages at some point. Okay. And then we'll talk to Melissa later, Melissa McPherson, who is a reference librarian with Willard. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited to talk to her. Well, how's your week been going? How has my week I trust all of your appliances are in good working order. They are, and I'm a little nervous. Oh, because the shoe's got to drop? The other shoe? Yeah. (laughs) The the fifth shoe or whatever shoe we're on now (laughs) is going to drop at some point. Yeah, everything's working right now. My check engine light was on the other day for two days, and I was like, oh gosh, here it is. But then it went off, so I'm going to ignore that. Mm. Yeah, everything seems to be working. We started digging out part of our yard to double the size of our patio last weekend. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm excited about it because I guess I figure, you know, we're home for the foreseeable future so we might as well make it as comfortable as we can yeah did you wait for the big heat wave before you started that outdoor project yeah Uh yep we started last sunday saturday sunday when it was like very hot yeah Um, i think saturday was pretty nice i think it was sunday that was pretty warm it's Mm -hmm. just so humid yeah even now even yeah it's not as hot but it's so And I haven't, I have to be honest, we haven't done any work on it during the week this week because my husband's back to work and then it has been so humid and there's been these little rainstorms popping Mm -hmm. up like there is right now. So we haven't finished that. But one thing I wanted to talk about was the program last night. It was so good. We are talking about our gardening program. Yes, I watched it live. So if whoever is listening, if you weren't able to see it live, I believe it is still up on our Facebook page and it's on our YouTube channel. Yep. But yeah, I sat at the kitchen table and watched it live and I'm really excited because I have tried to do a garden once before and I really sucked at it. Yeah, I know him, yeah. but it's like, how come I didn't know any of the stuff you're talking about before? Yeah. And how, now I know why I never could grow tomatoes. You I know. know, I had no idea you needed to water them every day. Me I neither. feel very stupid. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> oh, it's not dry. Okay, we're good. You know? Right. So I'm excited. And my husband was like, you had your chance. <gasps> you killed everything. I'm like, no, 
that's not how this works. I'm going to just, I already have all of the pots. Yep. Uh, it's happening. So I'm going to just get a couple of plants and we're going to, we're going to try again, especially now that I'm going to have this nice big patio. Mm-hmm. So I'm very excited, but it was, he did such a good job. It was very easy to understand. It wasn't overwhelming yeah. because if you're new to it, like me, there's too much information and it can be sort of overwhelming. And like using, he used paper instead of the weed barrier. Yeah, like expensive which I plastic thought was a really stuff. Good idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's and like, it'll just decompose. Yeah, use what you have. Yes. I'm excited. I'm excited to try again. Hopefully I'll have some tomatoes. I can hopefully I'll have I can at least make salsa, if nothing else. Yes. I think that that's what he might have been thinking of when well what's in salsa? Tomatoes yeah, and was, peppers. Onions. He didn't yeah. do onions, but the jalapeno. Yeah. I yeah. think that's what's in it. Yeah, I, I think um, I'm a little biased, of course, um, but yeah, I say watch because it was good. absolutely. It was very, very informative, and it was entertaining. And okay, so as long as we're talking about programs, this is supposed to be our check-in, but whatever, we'll do what we do. It, we, we do what we want. We're just yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Library programs that are coming up, I just heard about, um, was reminded of the, um, it's called, what, Battle Creek View, V-I-E-W, right? View, or is it V-E-I? V-I-E. I before you accept it. View is I-E. (laughs) I can't spell out loud as easily as I can just write it down. But anyway... Okay, so Battle Creek Views, I am looking at it right now. Um, You can get our event calendar on the face our Facebook page. Yeah. And this is something I found on Facebook. Um, it's an online event. And it says, hearing from people who played a major role in Battle Creek's history will make this interview series an invaluable resource to those wanting to uncover Battle Creek's story. And um, Jim Richmond, That's with his deep community knowledge, is the perfect moderator to lead this conversation about where we've been and where we're going. Interesting. Yeah, that so, sounds really interesting. Yeah, it's Wednesdays, so there's one on the 28th, so this is going to come out after the 28th, but there's another one on June 3rd, 7 p.m. to 7.30. So you just go to, it's Willard's Facebook page, events. right? Yeah. Yeah. Go to our events on the Facebook Yeah, that sounds kind of interesting. It um, does sound really interesting. And that's kind of perfect because um, later Melissa's going to talk about genealogy. So it yeah. would fit kind of in there. Keep an eye on our Facebook page if you have children. We are finalizing plans for summer reading. So that should be out pretty soon. And we have some, some fun activities and story times planned. All virtual. But keep an eye out for that. Yeah, the what comedy was... show's coming up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is, so on June 8th. It is a Monday, I believe. Um, we are kicking off summer reading with a comedy and magic show with Cameron Zavara, who has been here a couple times before. He's amazing. And normally we have a big summer reading kickoff out at the branch, and it's huge. And we have all different stations. We bring in a bunch of community partners. We have a DJ and a dance party. Wow. And it's really fun. And that's the first day that you can normally pick up all your materials for summer reading. This year, it's all going virtual. So um, Cameron's going to kick it off for us on the 8th. Pretty cool. You do have to get something about tickets, right? You have to register. It's a Zoom 
program so you have to register ahead of time the link should be right in the event information on our Facebook page or our website you just click on the link you register and then it sends you an email with a link to the zoom meeting and a password to get in on that okay night. yeah so just to be clear it's not on Facebook live it's not on our YouTube page it's, right. um, it's a, zoom, a meeting. zoom meeting and once you register um, you'll get the key to get in Yes, and you only have to register, like, you don't have to register every person. You just register your family to okay. watch it on a device. So that should be cool. Yeah, sounds um, good. Isn't there something coming up with Mac? The COVID-19 about... stories, or what are we calling oh, it? Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Well, go to our webpage, because it's... Um, I'm looking right now. So we did mention very briefly last time. Just get in there real quick. Yeah. Okay, so if you go to our website, right on the main page, the, that tile that slides... You can yeah. find um, what's called Memories of the 2020 Pandemic, Willard Library Memories of the 2020 Pandemic. And if you click on that, it'll take you right to the, the link. In case that ever goes, it's um, also going to be under Local History. So if you bring up the menu, you'll find the local history thing. But here's the blurb. COVID-19 has affected each and every one of us in different ways. Please help us pre preserve our local history by sharing a picture representative of your experience or that of your family, as well as your story during the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, there are guidelines you need to follow, so you're definitely going to want to come on and read what those guidelines are. Um, so photo that we can put in our archive then. And then accompanied by a paragraph, right? A little paragraph, yeah. Yeah, if you're interested, check it out. It's going to live on. Yeah, this is this is a real moment in history, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, preserve it. usually, that was really loud, usually people don't realize they're living a moment in history until later, Afterwards. but I think we all know this is something. Yeah, absolutely. So we want to hear other people's stories. We want to hear how this has affected them. Yes. Because, um, you know. This is about Battle Creek, not just Willard Library. <laughs> there was an interesting post um, on our Facebook page about what literature like, oh. people <laughs> are reading. novels? Or no? Actual like quality <laughs> literature <laughs> that isn't going to bring you down too much. Yeah. And because it, it reminds me of what I've been thinking of lately, because, you yeah. know, how we were talking about what we're reading. But I did actually make an effort to read something that was a little better. I read um, <laughs> little really better. quickly Ann Tyler's book, Redhead by the Side of the Road. It was oh. different. I, yeah. I, I spent most of the book trying to figure out, is this a story or is this <laughs> someone's diary? Oh, I mean, it wasn't. Yeah. No, I make, no, that does not sell it. It was good because I, I really, I think I yeah. finished it in a single day and not because it's a, it's well, not like amazing. a novella, but yeah, right. it was, it was maybe a day and a half. I don't even know. It seemed like it was a day because I got done. I'm like, oh, when did I start reading this? <laughs> um, no, it was interesting. Um, it's mostly about a man that. who lives alone. Um, he has a kind of particular way of living his life, um, real strict structured, and you kind of find out why, at least you think you find out why. And um, just an unusual thing that kind of happens. Yeah. But it's a really, um, it's not anything earth shattering. It's really just a human story that kind of pulled out of, if you like took a moment out of someone's life, you know, or maybe a few weeks. That's yeah. kind of a snapshot of that. 
So it was it was an interesting read, good. and it wasn't a real downer. And yeah. but then I had time. Sorry, I'm never saying no. another one. Then I had time because I was done reading that to read the family upstairs by Lisa Jewell. I don't know if anyone's read that or if you read that. I started it. I have read about half of it. Okay. And I was very the whole first half of what I've read so far. I was like. I'm very confused. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to remember now even so what I was confused. reading. Okay. Oh, yes, because it's told from... It's It's, it's got several it's, different characters it follows. Yeah. And, like, storylines it's following. Yeah, there's a main narrator who is mm-hmm. one of the characters. And I don't know if you figure it out right away who it no, is. No, you don't. Because, okay. like I said, I've, I'm about halfway through it, and I was very confused yeah. as to what any of these things had to do with each other. <laughs> Yes. It's good. It's very disturbing. It's okay. Fr- uh, I'll keep reading then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. It's disturbing. You, you hooked me. Yeah. But it's um, it's a page turner once you really get, well, is it? Yeah, I guess so. Once you really get in there, but you're halfway through and you're still. I am to the part where um, that family has moved in mm-hmm. and they're just kind of not leaving at the same time, the woman had to go ask her ex-husband for help. I'm just very confused as to what those have to do with each other. And I'm hoping I, f- I find out soon. Yeah, and it all does come together. Okay. Yeah. I'll keep reading then. Because I was like, am I missing something? No, I, I, still I think you're supposed to be confused. Okay. I think that's the whole idea. Well, then I don't feel dumb at least. no. I mean, you might be getting inklings as you go along, like, oh, wait a minute, I think I get who this is. Like, I feel like the same character must be in both stories. I just don't know who it is. I don't know. I'll I'll figure it out. Yeah, finish it it, because it's good. I just took out, or I, I borrowed the bees because it was recommended by who did I I think I was reading like the New York Times something or other and uh, it sounded really interesting it was like it's it sounds like and I haven't read a page of it yet but it's gonna be about um, a bee <laughs> who lives Aww. he's considered like one of the cleaner bees like he that's yeah. what he does or she he no it's got to be a female because only the females do that so if it if it ends up that it's a male, then I'm going to not read it anymore because I'll just be so irritated that it's wrong. Yeah. Like when I, oh, the bee movie. Remember the bee movie with, yes, Jerry Seinfeld? I do with Jerry Seinfeld? I love Jerry Seinfeld, but I was irritated the entire time because a, a male bee will not do any of that stuff. They basically are just, all they do is impregnate yeah. the queen, and that's that. Right. That's all they do. Have you watched his new Netflix special because he mentions Battle Creek? Does he really? No, I haven't. Yeah. I, you know, I have he, it in my list, but I have not watched it. He mentions, like, something about, I think, reading the cereal boxes or whatever and seeing, you know, Kellogg's is in Battle Creek and how he's always wanted to go there. And I just kept thinking, Jerry. Do it. You're Jerry Seinfeld. If you wanted to go anywhere, maybe not right this moment, but if you wanted to go anywhere in the world, you could. You, <laughs> we are going to invite him. You, Let's you do it. You have more money than... He has a lot of money. If he wanted to come here, he could. That's right. But maybe. But it was he... funny that he he mentioned Battle Creek. He does love cereal. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we need to start a a petition, like a campaign, to get him here. Yeah.
I decided that we have some resources on our website that I don't use very often. And I thought, let me see what this Rocket Languages thing is all about. Because in the library, we have all these like DVDs, not DVDs. Do we have DVDs? We might, but mostly um, CDs. We do. We yeah, do. and other things to learn languages and books and whatever. But yeah. I mean, first of all, you can't get to them. Second of all, this thing is right here and I'm at home. I don't have any special access and I'm able to use it. So, and it hasn't been opened up. It's always like that, I believe. You can use it from home. Yeah. So you yeah, just you have can. to have your library card number and uh, sorry for those people listening that don't have one. You know, I really do feel sorry for you. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but no. So I thought, okay, which one do I want to learn? Because, I mean, I'm looking at how many are here. 15 different languages you can learn, including wow. Russian, Portuguese, Korean, Italian, French, you know, all the usual suspects. Um, yeah. Hindi. I can't read this one because it's actually in the language. <laughs> it's written in... Uh, characters that I can't read um, Arabic yeah but the one that I decided to learn is American Sign Language because a couple jobs that I've had um, and at the library I've had a patron or customer or whatever you want to call people um, who were deaf and I felt awful that I had no way of communicating with um, this person without you know kind of writing letters to each other and yeah. it, just, it just to me feels like I should be able to talk to this person, person yeah. to person. So it's really hard. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> the first thing, which I thought was kind of strange, but now now that I like can sign it out, I'm like, oh, that's not that hard. But the first thing I learned how to sign was um, welcome to Rocket Languages. So I can now say that oh. in sign language. Very badly, <laughs> I'm sure. useful. Yeah, right. But I guess I could say welcome. You can say welcome. Yes. That's so cool that, that that's something that we have access to mm -hmm. that you can just pick up and attempt to learn. Yeah. I'm kind of wondering, is anybody out there listening? Has anybody used this before? Are they going to use it? I'd like to hear the experience. Yeah, Cause I know like my daughter, for instance, she's expressed interest in learning Russian and she does a really good Russian accent, by the way. But... Really? Yeah. You should have her on. <laughs> yeah. Right. She, um, she's pretty good at accents. Um, she's an actor, though, so that's her thing. Yeah. But I'm terrible at accents, which oh, doesn't help too. when you're I learning a language. I don't attempt. So the only language I've ever... I took Spanish in high school and then um, through college. And while I was in college, we went to Germany. Of course. You go to Germany, but... <laughs> and I... It wasn't with Spanish. It was just happened to be while I was in college. But the only language other than English that I had any idea how to speak was Spanish. And so when they would try and teach me German words, it would always come out with this like weird, terrible pronunciation because I was so used to trying to speak in Spanish. Yes. And they were like, this is terrible. <laughs> Wait, who like, said this was terrible? The, the German people? Yeah. Oh, ouch. <laughs> yeah, they made fun of me a little bit. Because we were with a bunch of of German it's a long story but we we're with a bunch of German people I was like I can't spit it out like you can right it's just <sighs> I did yeah. take a little German years ago and I one thing I do appreciate about German is that it's very phonetic so if you know how to say right. one word and use those letters they're going to be the same yeah you know it's not mm -hmm. like English where you can say a word five different ways 
And it means English five different is very things. confusing. Yes. Yeah. I just know that it 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 was difficult for me. Yeah. But hey, maybe I'll try again. Maybe I'll pick rocket languages back up. Yeah, and I don't know like for for this one for ASL of course it has to be videos because how right. else are you going to show people? Right. But I don't know how the other languages go. I don't know if those are videos. I imagine there's some combination, but I don't know. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll come back with a German phrase. Right. <laughs> with a weird accent. Yeah, I guess it's strange that people they say people have accents with the ASL too, which is like how what, what yeah. do you mean by accent? Just right. the way you hold your finger? The way, what? It must be. How high you put your hand? I don't know how <laughs> no, that means. The way you move your hands, maybe? Mine's going to be inept accent. That's what mine's going to be. <laughs> it's child. Like, I can child almost like. tell what you're saying, but I don't quite, what? <laughs> yeah. It's just a little wrong. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Today we have a special guest, and her name is Melissa McPherson. What is your title, Melissa? Just adult reference librarian. Okay. Um, you work in the. You also work in the the main. I always want to call it the main branch, but it's not a branch. The I don't downtown. Even, the downtown, downtown location. location. <laughs> you see her at the branch a lot. You kind of split your time, right? Yep. Okay. So what is what is a normal day uh, in the building when we're open look like? you? I mostly do a lot of reference work and helping people and answering questions, guiding them to the right resources that they ask for, or helping with computer questions. Do you help buying books, help them with um, reader's advisory too at times? I do sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes the guests are better at reader's advisory for me. (laughs) I feel that way too, like for myself. I feel like uh, I need to expand my reading more to be able to uh, help people find other things to read. I shouldn't admit that, but no, okay. Well, I'll have to tell you when they asked me to do a little bit more with genealogy and local history, my, all of a sudden my mom is like, Ooh, I want to find my aunt. And Ooh, I found this in my basement and this was so cool. So she, my mom has kept this diploma for a Leona Billington since they moved into a house in Battle Creek, maybe around 1966, 67, 68. And so I did a little digging in the first, using all of our resources because it's been, but one thing that I'm glad I'm doing is I like to see what's available from home because there's a lot of resources that we don't have access from home and that our guests don't. So I, I'm kind of glad I get to work on this during the stay at home so we can see what people have access and what they don't have access to from home. So I went through our old newspapers because we do have access to the older newspapers. Using the year on the diploma, 1921, I found some articles about her that she played music and an interesting article that I pulled up and saved because you can send the articles to your email. Um, They were having a party for her and she was going away and she received, I think it was a curling iron, an electric oh, curling iron. Wow. So I thought that was, well, well she, back in 1922. That is pretty <laughs> that was amazing. amazing. Yeah. So th- that was interesting. But going from there, you know, I found her yearbook photo, 
found a couple of articles. So then I had a chance to go through some of our, our ancestry database. And that gave me some information when she married. I believe I found her death date. And I was able to find an obituary on a website, resources used in the Library of Michigan website. Oh, wow. I never think about going there. I don't know why. Yeah. Now, did she die in Battle Creek? I don't think so. Um, The obituary that I found was out of Novi, Michigan, and it was a very short obituary. But the great thing about using all these resources is that they're so easy to use. So I was able to email a bunch of stuff to myself, and then I'm just going to maybe print it out and keep it with a diploma. Um, oh, yeah. So whoever comes forward, they can have all that. Right. Yeah. Did the obituary list her dis- uh, survivors? Her s- um, it did. <laughs> it did. But I think finding dead people is easier. Oh. Finding <laughs> yeah. People who are alive or have a little more privacy issue. <laughs> right. Right. Which I completely understand. I believe it was Ancestry. No, Family Search website, which is another great site that users have access to and there's a link off of our webpage. I was able to find a couple of email addresses of people who had posted information and it was a little dated. I think the last posting made was 2008, but I've tried to send a couple emails to I think two different you know people to say this is where I found you. <laughs> I don't want to stalk you, but right. I have this in my possession. Yeah. It's been so cool to use our different resources, see what we have available from home and, you know, do a little digging on different That yeah. is really cool. I like that you're using it for something that you don't normally think to use it for. You know, most people are trying to find their family connections and you're like, here, I'm going to be a detective. Try to get this thing back to people who it belongs to. Right. And learn and practice our stuff too. Right. So other than that, what have you been doing at home? Um, if you don't mind sharing. <laughs> <laughs> if you're like me, you're bored. No, doing nothing. Right. No, I walk a lot. Um, it's been great to get out and get to know my neighborhood. I've met some neighbors, which is nice. Isn't that funny? I mean, well, it is. Have you been there a little while? <laughs> I won't ask how long, but... um, About three years. Yeah. I know my immediate neighbors, but people like down the street that have some pretty cool gardens. Oh, so yeah. I help my grandparents, which is probably why I've really liked the genealogy part of this. They're 93 years old, so I have been going to the store and taking care of them. Oh, that's nice. It's hard because I do drop-offs on their porch. Yeah, you don't go <laughs> yeah. in and... That's hard, isn't it, to not be able to hug them? And... Oh, my sweet little grandma thinks I'm mad at her, and I have to tell her every time, I'm not mad, I'm not mad, I'm keeping you safe. Right. Oh. It's nicer out, I can sit on the porch with them. We, yeah, we sit outside, yeah. and it's that's been nice. Did you guys see the, maybe, I don't know if I mentioned this before, the Mel Brooks and his son video? It was early on on Twitter, and I think it's Max. I think his Mel Brooks' son is named Max, and he mm-hmm. went over to Mel's house. Like, I'm on a first-name basis with Mel Brooks. Anyway, <laughs> he went over to his house, and they were talking to each other through the the sliding glass door, and they didn't open it. Max was basically just saying, I'm just trying to keep my dad safe by keeping my distance, you know, and this is how he's doing it. And he's like, I don't want to be responsible for basically eliminating this national treasure, you know what I mean? And the other older 
you know, old time comedians that are still, you know, kicking around. So I thought that was kind of funny, but that's what that reminds me of you going to your, your grandparents' house, being social, but not social. Right. <laughs> what yeah. Else? What else did we want to ask her, Alicia? Let's see. Have you been watching or reading or listening to anything interesting that you'd want to share? Yeah. We always beg people for recommendations because yeah. uh, we get bored with our own taste. Absolutely. <laughs> I can only talk about the same movie for so long. That's <laughs> true. I have tried not to watch TV and, and I'm doing that purposely. You know, everyone says I'm not watching TV to avoid the news, um, but I didn't want to like sit around all day and watch TV. So yeah. I don't watch much. I've caught some Animal Planet shows. <laughs> That's feel good um, stuff, right? Yeah. I miss Finder Park Zoo. I'm a big zoo fan. So I found some like Animal Planet behind the zoo or Secrets of the Zoo shows. And isn't Finder Park Zoo doing some videos too for us? I think live, some live feeds. Live feeds. Okay. Are you falling into the trap of bettering yourself or not bettering yourself? I mean, I guess learning how to use genealogy stuff is bettering yourself because you're stretching your mind. But you know what I'm saying? Um, I've been doing a lot of cleaning, just, you know, cleaning out my closets and extra cleaning that I never, I mean, I clean a lot anyway, but just a lot of weeding out stuff. But I spend a lot of time with my mom too. I've been around her the whole time. So we feel pretty safe. And she lives out, out of town. So I've spent a lot of time with her and she made a comment, I hardly see you when you're working. <laughs> right. Oh. Yeah, but now now I've spent some evenings and weekend time with her and helping her that it made me realize I need to make more time for what seems like the silly stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people are talking about that, how with all the tragedy and the negative parts of this and the one positive we can take from this is a different way to live that may be more beneficial to us as far yeah. as the way we treat the world the way we treat each other if we want I see that and what you're doing I miss helping our library guests and I'm finding that that's the part of my job that I like is interacting being sure that our guests get the information that they're looking for yeah um, so I've realized that the last couple months that the important part about what we do that we're offering the right services and the right programs and mm -hmm. the right information. Yeah, I think that's a common theme. Like everybody feels that way. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone, I think everyone we've talked to, including us, has said that, that we, yeah. you know, this is like a, it's been a challenge. And I think as a library, we've risen to the challenge, but I think we all are missing that face-to-face -face conversation with people. And there are just some things you can't get over the internet. Exactly. And there yeah. are some people that can't get the internet and there are some Absolutely. people that needed to come into the building and use the things we, we provided. And yeah, that's yeah. what we really need to be able to get back to doing serving the people who aren't digitally connected. Well, during my genealogy research, I was thinking about all that because I've also looked at what resources do you have available that, what if you don't have a computer or a way to look things up? Mm -hmm. So I bought a book called The Family Toolkit, which has been a really good read. Don't we have that in the library too? We do. Okay. Um, I didn't have access to it, so right. I bought my own. Cool. <laughs> Which is now has post-it notes all over. Above and beyond. Um, so I did that. And I also went to, I, talk, I talked to my grandparents and I talked to my mom who, you know, gave me some information about their family. And surprisingly, they had information, you know, books and binders and clippings and different information. So 
talking to them and seeing all that, I think that's a resource that you don't need the internet for. So, so the it, family toolkit, it, it kind of guides you into what to look for that you might already mm -hmm. have or yep. have access to. Is that the idea? Yeah, but it's a print resource that you can look at mm -hmm. and, you know, get different ideas. So, and, and again, you know, remember talking to your grandparents and talking to your family is a good resource that you don't need the internet for. Yes. So. Where would you recommend, where would you, where do you start? Like if you're new to genealogy and you, it all seems a little bit overwhelming to you. Like what information do you, should you start with? Does that make sense? Yeah, I would, for me to get started by talking to your family, luckily my, my grandma had, um, we, we call them the reunion books that had a lot of, <laughs> yeah, because I inherited, because all my sisters were like, give it to Missy's. She's a librarian. Oh, <laughs> so, oh, you're yeah, like, oh great. <laughs> yeah. Somehow got that. And at the time it was like, why am I going home with this stuff? And then now it's like, oh my gosh, this is a treasure. This is awesome. Yeah. Um, look at that kind of stuff, you know, kind of, if you have some dates, I think that's a great thing to start with. And, and I think the ancestry database and the family search, if you take the time to look, I think you'd be surprised at what you find. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and both of them had really good instructions on how to get started, which was very valuable. Family Search has some webinars to, that you can watch, walk through different tools on what they have. And sometimes you know, I've been using both and one thing leads to another and you get some tips to go to another database that we have access to find right. a grave. Right. We have I a ton. I mean, we went through it one day. How many, like eight, ten different sites just linked from our page? Yeah. There are some that you don't even have to have an account, right? Or am I wrong about that? Correct. Correct. Some things you don't, most of them you don't need an account. Family Search has been the one that I've used the most for instruction. Um, and they, you, you can set up an account, but there's good reasons to set up an account. And it's been free of charge. That's nice. Because normally... A lot of that information, if you don't, if you didn't have access to it through the library, I mean, it, it costs money normally, doesn't it? Like Ancestry. Ancestry is free to library users. It's a library right. edition. I think there's another edition that you might get a little bit more, but I'm not sure of the difference. But right now you have, at, our guests have access to that from home and typically it's only right. used in the library. So that's been a big advantage for our library guests yeah thank you you're welcome and thank you're so you good. i would ask i would ask you guys questions but i know just about everything because i've been listening to your podcast <laughs> oh gosh you know too much <laughs> i do how's your water <laughs> how's your water it's it's flowing it's good you how's have it right yeah again thank you we really enjoyed thank talking you. to you and we learned i think i learned a lot yeah if, yeah, if people have if your users have questions please feel free to drop an email to the information desk and i'm sure they'll send it along to me and i can try to help as much as i can sounds good well thank you thank you have all a right. good day you guys all right you too bye, -bye. bye. Okay, well, we want to thank Melissa once again for talking to us. It was great having her on. I learned a lot about genealogy. And as always, we invite uh, listeners to share recommendations, especially books, but whatever. 
Well, thank you all for hanging out with us today. And until next time, stay safe, stay home, and we hope to see you all soon. All right. Have a good week. Bye. Bye. That'll do. That'll do, Alicia. That'll do.